0: Wake up, pay payer people. It's a beautiful day.
1: Go grab yourself another cup of Joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy
0: Here Pay Here Morning Show. Take it away, you two. Good morning. Happy White Hat Wednesday. Hello, everyone. Yeah, we hope you've uh, had a very successful week thus far. Um, you know, we, we, uh, wished you well on Monday. And we just wanted to remind you all, those of you who are paying attention to what we're doing on Mondays, Management Mondays. Right. And um, just wanted to make sure that y'all, if you've created those lists of things that you could hand off, that you've chosen the thing that would have the most impact, that you have someone that could, could do that task for you and that you're starting to write down the steps and and all of the things that go along with that.
2: Who knew when you tuned into a morning show, you get <laughs> homework? I mean, who
0: knew? I, I actually, someone was saying, so what kind of stuff are you guys going to teach on on the morning show? And I said, nothing or everything that doesn't require homework or that we can teach a, a, um, a audience of 100 plus. And um, yeah, I've already like yeah. backtracked on yeah, that well, one. Yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, so homework. Uh, and you know, if, if you're like, hey, don't do that again. Let us know, and yeah. we won't. But you know, we're kind of thinking that it's a good thing, um, just to kind of give people little bits of you can learn something here, and and let's work together as a team to help improve. Our,
2: I think they're learning. I think so.
0: Bill's yep. good morning, Bill. And we've got a couple of Facebook users that said good morning. Um,
2: I'll try to get in and see who that is. We we'll figure out. Yeah. How to Say hello back to you.
0: Yes. And yeah. Thanks for
2: tuning in, folks.
0: So there's a couple of uh, things we wanted to announcements. Jim, do you want to talk about...
2: Oh, sure. Yeah, I want to get the word out about uh, the TIADA Texas has uh, created a, a course. It's like a, um, a mini course or an on-demand course for the uh, safeguards rule is coming up, you know, where we're, uh, those rules are those... Um, New guidelines take effect come December, so we all need to be ready for that. And uh, we can share the link in the comments uh, on Facebook and some other places where you can go and get registered for the course that Texas created. It's only 75 bucks, and then 40 49 bucks, and it comes with a certificate. Uh, there's some materials that come with it, sample policies and procedures, et cetera. So really valuable course for everybody across the country. You don't have to be a Texas member to, to get access to that course. So we'll share the link to that uh, particular uh, course, but again, just 75 bucks to get that thing knocked out. And it's a yeah. great way to make sure you're ready for December. Right,
0: Cause it's, it's coming for everybody. This is something everybody has to, mm-hmm. to make sure that they've addressed. Um, another thing is, uh, okay. So we, we want you to save a date. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> home more homework, right? Um, I want, uh, if, if y'all can write down the date of October 19th, um, we want you to save that date mm-hmm. because uh, we've got something that's coming up and we're not really ready to talk a lot about it but we just want you to set that date you know be somewhere maybe that you can you can uh, have.
2: Well, let's just say you might life. want to get somebody else to go to the auction in your place that day. How's that? <laughs>
0: How about that? Yeah. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, this is an important date. We'll be uh, announcing more about that in the days to come. But I uh, just know that that's a date that we, uh, we have something fun planned and we yeah. think it's, uh, it's going to be uh, you know, an interesting day. So uh, yeah, October nineteenth, a Wednesday, White Hat Wednesday, will be a special Wednesday. So
0: yes, yes. So October nineteenth, October nineteenth. Um, do we have anything else? No. Shall okay. we bring in our yeah. guest? Yeah. All right. Well, we um would like to welcome. Um, hey. Um, hey. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Um, the only person we know that has his own hashtag. Right.
2: I mean, we were there when it came to be a thing. And so we're also the Facebook thing that got that kicked off. So that's.
0: It makes me wonder whether or not people know your last name.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Just find the hashtag. Yeah, you can find so it. Brett- I, I think
1: they used to, uh, but yeah. uh, this year in Vegas, um, uh, my name had officially been changed. Yeah, nobody, yep. nobody called me by my name in Vegas. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yep. So Brett Buick from um, Buckeye Dealership Consulting is here with us today, and and you know we invited him um, to come in and and uh, kind of chat about some of the things that you know his history and that, and it is White Hat Wednesday. And so part of it is, is, uh, you know, Brett is out there all the time, um, uh, helping dealers be better, mm-hmm. uh, through the, you know, his, his consulting through the, the company that he works with right now, but also in trying to help, um, different parts of his community right. and, and, the community at large become better. And we'll be talking about that in just, that's, yeah, a that's bit. really
2: what prompted us to kind of reach out to Brett this time and. And we talk to Brett regularly. He's uh, he's somebody we know well in the industry, and so I just reached out to him and said, "You know, we we see what you're doing with your fundraiser, and we want to have you on and talk about that." And so we look mm-hmm. forward to getting to that. And first, we'll well, we got somebody who is so well traveled. Which, by the way, Brett, many many months ago, we kind of had a fun little challenge to each other on the Ironman competition, <laughs> which yeah. is. Just ironing shirts. Yeah. I just want to tell you this morning, I'm prepared to concede. I can see okay. the kind of miles you cover and how many shirts you must iron. <laughs> yeah. So it's all you, buddy.
0: <laughs> well, and he, uh, just so you know, Brett, he actually ironed a shirt this morning.
2: I did. Oh, did he? All right. Good. Yeah, good. It's,
0: it's, I When I walked into the, it's the ironing board is sitting in our podcast studio right mm-hmm. now. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was like, honey, are you ironing something? That's
2: White Hot Wednesday.
0: Yeah. Yes. My,
1: uh, my, my mother and my wife will tell you that I have been ironing my t-shirts and shirts and jeans uh, since middle school.
0: Even your uh, jeans. So,
1: yeah. 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 I'm I've interested. always, I've always been wound a little tight. uh, okay there you go yeah thanks needed to be in in, all in their place and and kind of perfect and uh Uh the hair has been a Work in project for a long time so yeah I'm, i like things to be a little orderly for sure so i went yeah, to
2: a, it. went to a cowboy college in the 80s and we even ironed our jeans with uh starch starch oh,
1: absolutely God. i'm a niagara man so yeah
2: you can see yeah. what yeah brett's definitely out there in front yeah. and also if we ever have an iron man competition where they're actually running and lifting weights i'll concede that one to you as well yeah so. okay. oh, yeah all right
0: <laughs> i'll take it, I'll take it um and some of the other i mean we've we've had a lot of fun with brett just uh as colleagues too that we we did um last year was the queso tour mm-hmm. and queso so to brett, yeah. yep, brett and his wife joined us on that mm-hmm. and that's kind of fun and then most recently we have done some continuations of the queso tour is um Most recently has been the Smoked Old fashioned Tour. Smoked
1: Old fashioned, yeah. Yes. And Brett has mm-hmm. joined
0: us on that as well. And we uh, had the opportunity to all enjoy some old fashions uh, together when we were in Texas for yeah, TIHK. Yeah. Hey, yep. that no, been no my favorite food. one so far. Oh, my gosh. The Smoked old yeah. Tour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I got, got to get the recipe. I, I found the machine that does the smoking. You can buy it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. so i just got to get the recipe but then we'll become luscious officially because they're so delicious i don't
2: exactly but you know the bad news is it's kind of ruined me for a a cocktail without any smoke like it just you know Uh, yeah absolutely um you know what's the word underwhelming (laughs) 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 Underwhelming.
0: so
1: now 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 they want to know what sneakers i got out
0: so yeah yeah what 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 color you got on I got the Buckeye sneakers on today. got the Buckeye sneakers.
1: sneakers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So let's talk about, um, let's get get back to the start of your career, Brett, and how you came to be in the car business and then uh, the buy here, pay here business. Did you jump right into buy here, pay here? Is that where you started?
1: Uh, No, um, not really. I, um, you know, so I grew up with a father in the car business. Um, He started off in, in the new car business and, um, you know, was a general manager of a couple of different stores for a long period of time. And then, uh, you know, back in 1994, they uh, kind of moved. They had like a little lot across the street from one of their Chevy dealerships. And they decided, man, like, let's let's get into this buy here, pay here business. And my dad's partner at the time had uh, been at a um, uh, what they called a, like an education event. And it was Jim DeVoe, who, you know, at the time was the owner of J.D. Byrider. And he uh, he gave a presentation and they thought it sounded like a really good idea. And so in 1994, they purchased a construction trailer with uh, two offices, a bathroom and two metal steps, put a plastic sign out front. And uh, they were officially in the buy here, pay here business. Yeah. So that's how my dad got into it. And, uh, you know, growing up, I did everything I could to stay out of the car business. Um, I went to the Navy after high school. Yeah. For you. It's well, not not well, not well, (laughs) I got sucked in. I definitely got sucked in. Yeah, I went to the Navy and then I was actually a paramedic firefighter Uh, Mm -hmm. and then I was going to college and uh, I took a semester off, you know, because I needed some money and I already had two kids at the time. And I went to work for my dad. And, you know, eight months later, I was a a salesperson. And a couple of years after that, I was a general manager. And then we had one of his partners um, who wanted to retire. And uh, then I bought him out, and that's how I kind of went, you know, all in and got into the uh, mo- mainly the buy here, pay here side of our business. And um, you know, so fast forward 24 years, we had um, seven locations across um, Ohio and Pennsylvania, and um, you know, it was 200 cars a month, uh, about 5,500 to 6,000 accounts at any given time, and it was, it was a lot of work. Uh, but you know, I was very lucky to. You know, had a father who built something pretty great, and I was uh, even luckier to be surrounded by his peers and and learn a lot about the business along the way.
2: There's something I mean, about your math, math that's bad. not working because you look like you're but, only 28 years old now. <laughs> yeah, so something yeah, I'm, not, I'm not following how that's working.
1: I'm I'm, I'm 41. I'm 41.
2: Yeah, yeah good uh, for you.
1: Yeah, 41.
0: Well, and I, when I when I see all these uh, posts you're doing on Facebook about kids heading off to college and yeah, the just drop one off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Been um, there.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. seen quite a
2: bit of that on Facebook. So a lot of people that we know, people you know, are, yeah. are doing the same thing this week. So it's time to get back to school. So back to school you, for sure.
0: Yeah. How did you transition out of working at a, um, a dealership?
1: Yeah. So in 2016, um, 15 or 16, um, J.D. Byrider uh, Corporate was actually bought out uh, by a hedge fund. And so they were going around um, buying up other large franchisees um, in an effort to grow their 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 own portfolio and then kind of securitize their te- their debt to you know mm-hmm. show growth. And we just happened to be one of the organizations um, that they wanted. Uh, one for you know footprint reasons. Uh, you know, Buy Rider obviously being in Carmel, Indiana, uh, and us being logistically pretty close to them. And then also you know we. know we were a substantial portfolio and you know my father made sure um, along with the help of a lot of very long-term good employees that we ran a very you know a very clean operation um you know very consistent Mm -hmm. and um so we were just i think an obvious choice for them and for Mm -hmm. us it was just kind of perfect timing uh, you know for my father he had you know put his 40 years in and he was ready to uh, uh, attempt to retire and uh, which hasn't worked out for him. Uh, he is now all back into it with six more stores. Wow! wow. But yeah, yeah. But you retired. Yeah, so we just got lucky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I attempted to retire from the car business. Yeah, but it Well, it, didn't it sounds out. like
0: you you were successful at retiring from the actual running a dealership part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, so, so for a little while,
1: and then once we sold, I kind of was trying to figure out what kind of dealer I wanted to be. You know, new car dealer. Um, so I went and worked at um, a friend of mine's new car store. And I mean, it was fun, uh, but it was it definitely wasn't the same. Um, and then I had another friend who was uh, uh, an independent used car dealer. And I went and worked for him for a little while. And that's when my eyes really opened to You know, what it means to be an independent and uh, how much more fun that was, and and the flexibility that they had. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a a, a unique set of challenges for sure, especially if you're a new independent dealer. But, you know, once you've matured and and you've grown, um, it was just a a lot of fun. And so um, I was working um, at a group of stores. We had three locations, you know, 200, 250 cars a month, and was having a really good time. Um, just trying to learn that side of the business. And then, you know, along comes, you know, Rob Fox over at Buckeye. And, um, you know, he uh, had an offer, uh, wanted to have a conversation with me about um, putting off uh, owning my own store and coming to work for him instead. And uh, at the time, I thought he was crazy, mm-hmm. uh, but he's he's very persuasive. And he is. Uh, I, I met with Rob and, and I met with AJ and, and then, I you know, ultimately I met with uh, Jason Gosnell. And um it just seemed like a really great opportunity for me to be in the car business without having to, you know, start a new dealership. And, you know, you know how time consuming that can be. And I have That's five right. children. So um it was an opportunity for me to stay close to the car business without having to, you know, disappear and um
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, you know disappear from my
1: family to, to start a new dealership. So it's and yeah. it's you know, that was two and a half years ago. So it's been great.
2: Right. As we said before we started, you know, we're obviously not here to uh, promote anyone, but I will say Buckeye, you know, quality people, quality yeah. company. We, we've we known those folks for a long um, time. And
0: reinsurance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're looking for that, that yeah. they're a really good company. Anything you need to know out.
2: about reinsurance, you just hit hashtag Buckeye Brett and find <laughs> a guy. He can, he can you. <laughs> and there
0: apparently you. Um, how I don't know how Brett does it, but if we call called at the same time, he picks up the phone. Yeah, because you oh, yeah. yeah. you're the man. Yeah, uh-huh. sure. <laughs> that's stuff. fantastic.
2: Yeah, it's always been available to us too. So, I got to ask you a quick question, though. This has been on my mind. Do you have a GoPro? Uh,
1: no, I don't, but I probably should.
2: Yeah. yeah, you should pick one up. And here's what I'm thinking I see the day, Brett, <laughs> that's going to happen that you're going to have a flight canceled mm-hmm. and you're going to end up having to throw on a backpack and run like a forest dump style. Run, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. make sure that you have a GoPro when that mm-hmm. day comes. So, so that so it just, can be, yeah. Yeah, we want to we see that history. whole thing chronicled uh-huh. whenever that yes. does go down. So it's in Okay. It yeah. yeah.
1: One of these, that might be fun. You know, but maybe yeah. that's my next charity thing. Maybe instead yeah. of doing the Goggins Challenge or something like that, I find a dealer who's about, you know, 50 to 100 miles away and I and I run to him.
2: Yeah. Uh, and yeah. See, how
1: many, see how many dealers I can catch along the way. That could be fun. You
2: that's didn't know fun. about me. You didn't know that about me that I'm clairvoyant. So yeah. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> in your yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. So, um, but, you know, it also helps. I I start my days pretty early, yeah. and uh-huh. um, so I get uh, I get you know, instant messages and text messages and phone calls, usually starting about um, I don't know anywhere around five five thirty in the morning. And, From where
0: um, you're on East Coast?
1: Yeah, yeah. So just just different dealers who will message me know like, hey, I know you're awake. I've got a quick question or can you mm-hmm. call me today or mm-hmm. whatever yeah so it, it starts pretty early but uh, you're not, yeah
2: you're not texting the, on the treadmill are you are you, tech- <laughs> <laughs> you yeah are texting i've taken phone
1: me. calls on treadmills i've i've taken phone calls while running and like, what are you doing and i'm, I'm running and so, yeah it's yeah. like because you
0: sound like you're breathing heavy mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah that's awesome
2: well, so let's talk about your travels with the industry we, we, while we have the opportunity while we got somebody who's you know uh been out there pounding the pavement and logging all those sky miles, you know, you, you obviously working with independents too, but I'm, you know, yep. for our sake of our audience here, we're talking about buy here, pay here. And I just wonder what you're seeing out there, you know, in the buy here, pay here space, like what are dealers struggling with? We, we all see cost of cars. That's a big shift, right? Yep. But besides <laughs> that, what are you kind of seeing that you think dealers need help with as a group?
1: Um. So it's, it, it's, it's kind of interesting because I'm having, two conversations almost at every single store I go to and it's and they're polar opposite conversations. So one dealer is worried about car prices and he's uh, you know they're trying to just you know learn to do more with less and 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 squeeze as much water out of the rock that they have and and maintain. They're not really worried about growing right now. Uh, They're more worried about shrinking Um, and then the the exact opposite is true where everyone else is like tell me how to open a second location like how do I grow and it doesn't really seem like there's a lot in between so people are either you know being really really aggressive right now or maybe being what i would call like just a little overcautious hmm. um i've i've i think that you know the the buy here pay here space is one of those things that um you know, you, you do have to be careful because it's, it's not the decisions we make today that hurt, right? It's the ones we made six months ago, you know, 12 months ago. Um, if we get too aggressive and, you know, you wake up and all of a sudden your portfolio is on fire. Um, but, you know, when you talk about car prices and you, you talk about the market, you know, I tell, you know, anybody who's been in this business a long time, like when you started, what were your ACDs? What were your weekly and monthly payments?
2: Right. And they're like, oh, man, I'm
1: like, and and you swore back then that if you were ever where you were at today, you'd be out of business. Mm-hmm. Yet here we are. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, listen, man, like, you know, it's it, it really comes down to, you know, it's just putting a good portfolio together. You know, knowing your market, not being crazy about necessarily changing your business model. But, you know, ten five thousand dollar cars and five ten thousand dollar cars still kind of, you know, hold the portfolio the same way. And, um, I think that, you know, people should just kind of, you know, do their thing, ask good questions, um, definitely network with people, um, and, and just try to, to muscle through this until, you know, the next cycle for us shows up, which I, which I, which I believe is coming. I think a lot of people believe it's coming that, you know, things are going to be really good, uh, for buy here, pay here again, but, you know, we have to be ready to, to seize that moment when it comes, um, and shrinking right now is, is not the way to prepare.
2: So I got to uh, throw something in here real quick. Um, disclaimer, neither the uh, host nor the guest <laughs> of the HBH Morning Show make predictions, nor do they make political commentary. Uh, right. As you're going through that thing about, um, you know, two different groups of people. I just wonder, and you can just kind of watch and see what news station they have on. Sometimes I feel like what feel people feel like is about the outlook of the economy and the future of everything it might have to do with which news station they're watching. I'm not saying anything about either one. Yeah. it kind of feels well, like we're in different camps based on that economic outlook, and it's tied to politics a lot of times.
1: It is, and you know, I one of those you know weird kind of motivational comments um, you know that I always refer back to is you know where you get your information and, you know, the five to 10 people you spend the most time with, you know, that's, that's your network, right. And your network absolutely determines your net worth. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if if every morning you're going to the auction and talking to the same five guys about how scary everything is, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's, that's not great. And, you know, and that is why, you know, I'm always, you know, pushing these guys like, Hey, the Facebook groups are great. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lot of good information in there. There's also a lot of, bad information and there's a right. lot of you know negativity for the sake of of, of being negative maybe because it's funny and right. it doesn't necessarily accurately represent uh you know the, the current state of things and so mm. I always highly encourage you know continue to grow your network use use your vendors you know like me and and like you guys to you know link up with you know mm-hmm. I, I get those calls all the time Brett you know who do you know in this state or who do you know that's really good at this or who do you know it's that? And I'm always trying to help sure. clients solve problems or kind of get out of their own way, mm-hmm. um, you know, and not by me just sitting there and brow them, but like, Hey, like, don't talk to me, like, go talk to this guy because they are, you know, fantastic at it or, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, have a conversation with him. And and that's why I just, I think that, you know, the, you know, that Facebook groups are great, but, you know, access, you know, to your, your state associations and a group of dealers who have kind of committed to, you know, trying to do the right thing, you know, or things the right way um, is, is just gonna be really, really important, um, you know, going forward because, you know, the legal landscape is always changing. Um, the, you know, the, the way that we're buying cars, you know, where's the new honey hole, where's a, a great opportunity to start buying cars off the street or do this or do that. And I think a lot of buy here, pay here dealers, especially ones who've been doing it a long time. They just, they go to work every day, they put their head down and they mm-hmm. just keep doing their thing. And it's like, man, just, just look up for a minute and, and realize yeah. that, you know, the answers that you need, like they're, they're right here. You just, you just got to get out of the store for a couple hours and go find them.
0: Yeah. Um, to that, uh, negativity, um, I've got a ton of momisms. You know, oh, yeah. moms are supposed to yeah. have moms. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I, I've I really drilled with my kids is what you consume, you become. Mm-hmm. So that's everything. So if you're, you know, if you consume negativity, you become negative. If you consume positivity, you become positive. If you consume good food, you become healthy. If you consume bad cheesecake? food, Cheesecake? What if you consume uh, cheesecake? Well, and we had a thing yeah. about pineapple upside down cake last mm-hmm. night, but that's another story. Oh, my favorite. Ah, yeah. uh, we'd be behind yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could squirrel on that one so much but um yeah so it's yeah just staying positive and that there's you know there's uh there's a lot to be um grateful for and there's mm-hmm. a lot to be um you know looking at things through a, a different lens of hey this is a great opportunity and so how can we prepare for right. this opportunity
2: Yeah for sure so. um so I want to jump over and start to talk- oh one quick other uh, question for you though, Brett, on what do you see dealers kind of struggling with? Is there something in common that you're seeing that, you know, people are kind of having a common struggle? Uh,
1: Yeah. And it's, it's something that, you know, I, you know, my father and I as dealers struggled with for a long time too. And I kind of most closely relate it to like, you know, what we would consider like a confirmation bias, right? It's like, we know our markets and we know our dealership and, and dealers will say things like, well, you know, my customers and, You know, my this and my that and my market. And it's like, man, it's it's all so much the same. And as you guys travel and I do, we all have the same problems. We all have the same kind of issues. Mm -hmm. And When you talk to a dealer about like, oh, you know, my average down payment is this or, you know, my average monthly payment and my customers can't afford anymore. My customers it's like, listen, like if your customer walked in the dealership right now and I asked the customer what your average down payment was, they wouldn't know. They wouldn't know what your average monthly payment is. They wouldn't, they don't know those things. So right. I think sometimes we take our concerns about the business and it's like a little paralysis by analysis, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and then we just assume that because, you know, the most our customers can afford is, you know, $406 a month that mm-hmm. nobody looks into changing your deal structure a little bit, you know, pushing that term a little bit. And I just think again, it comes back to just educating yourself and networking. Is I think sometimes dealers and and Jim, you you say this all the time too. Is you get so close to your business and you spend so much time working in it um, and not enough time working you know on it that um, you know you 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 maybe make some decisions or there's some truths about your business that maybe aren't as true as you think they are, and you you could you know take a little more risk or you could you know stretch a little bit and. Yeah. Um, and then that would be, you know, that phantom, you know, everybody in the entire country is looking for that extra three to five cars a month. And more often than not, those deals are already there. We're just missing them uh, for some silly reasons and roadblocks that we've put in place, not not that the market or the customers have.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. I, something I learned outside by here, pay here that we're now trying to introduce to dealers is this idea that Sometimes we think we know what the customer wants. Like outside the buyer payer business, it might be a product. We go design and and invent a widget because we think that's what the market needs. You know, and so we're going to go sell this widget that we created instead of going to the market, figure out exactly what the problem is. You know, so in our case, what you're talking about is, as dealers, we need to make sure we really understand what our customers want, need, expect you know, we'll have a much better chance to be successful in any business really. But that's part of marketing is just not assuming that we know what the customer wants. Let's go, let's go make sure that we know what the customers in our market are really looking for. Yeah, we've done
0: some really interesting with some of our clients surveys of their customers. And it's been fun to watch the reaction of the dealers when they get the results back. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I didn't realize that, you know, this is what they thought or
2: and we do the same thing. All those Facebook polls you see us doing, we, we learn stuff like the, the information that comes back. Sometimes we're surprised. We think we travel a lot. We think we know what dealers you know, want, need, think, where their, their kind of pressure mm-hmm. points are. But we, we get surprised from time to time. So you got to just go ask. Yeah.
0: So we want to get to the thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here, <laughs> the campaign. So share with yeah, us a little bit about, about this Goggins Challenge.
1: Yeah. So um, the Goggins Challenge is uh, it's 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 basically named after its creator. Uh, There's this crazy guy out there and uh, he is an ex Navy SEAL, a big motivational person. And he created this challenge, which is you run four miles every four hours for 48 hours, um, typically without sleep. Uh, So you're, you're running, you know, at, you know, eight at night, midnight, four in the morning, eight in the morning, noon, four in the afternoon. And you just keep doing it for two days until you've run about, you know, 48, 50 miles. Um, And the purpose of it is to just kind of, Break through your own, uh, you know, mental barriers and, um, you know, prove that you can push yourself. And, you know, a lot of what he says is, you know, you got to you got to take that little voice in your head that tells you you can't and then basically just beat them into submission. And I can assure you that this event, <laughs> it, it does a pretty good job. Um, I honestly think it would be easier to just run 50 miles than it is to to stop and start uh, to, you know, stay awake, find the motivation, uh, you know, loosen your body up. And things like that so um uh uh, two years ago i was in the gym one day coming up on my 40th birthday and a friend of mine who's also in the car business was there and i was listening to this guy's book and i was like you know what i got an idea like let's let's do this together and then let's raise some money for causes that matter to us and and bob and i have both lost people uh, to drug and alcohol addiction um, and I've lost, uh, you know, my nephew uh, to, uh, he was an army veteran to suicide. Hmm. And it has been, it has been very difficult uh, for me and for my family to kind of, you know, just process and, and deal with these things. And mm-hmm. clearly I'm, I'm definitely not over it, yeah. uh, but it, it was, it was a way for me to, um, you know, kind of honor them and 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 give back. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, let's, let's do it. And so we did it. And, you know, I started posting all my posts and doing my push-ups and running. And uh, the next thing I know, we had, you know, as many as 35 participants at any one event and people, complete random strangers showing up at four o'clock in the morning, you know, at a gas station uh, to start running four miles with us out in the street. And um, it, it was, yeah. And, you know, people messaging us and sending pictures of the uh, you know, loved ones that they've lost and, and things like that. And it was, it was pretty amazing. And, and in the process we raised over 40, we raised just, just under $41,000 in two weeks.
2: Nice. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: So we, you know, we split that money up and we sent, um, almost half of it to, uh, mission 22, which is who started that, uh, um, up challenge for veteran mm-hmm. suicide. And then the other half went to, um, uh, an organization in the Cleveland area called recovery resources and mm-hmm. recovery resources is a drug and alcohol, you know, addiction clinic. They do a lot of really good work. Uh, my friend, Bob is actually on their board. And so my son, Brandon um, is actually my nephew uh, and his mother. He uh, follow the family tree here. His mother was my wife's baby sister and she died of a heroin overdose almost mm-hmm. 12, 13 years ago now.
2: Mm. Yeah. And so it's just
1: something yeah. that was important to me. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to raise some money and you know, it will, it has been very kind of therapeutic for me to, to do this event, to do some good and to, um, kind of just, yeah, you know, keep remembering them and it's, it's, it's going really well. So I, and again, I, I appreciate all your guys' support. So No,
0: it, it, you're absolutely welcome. Jim and I, when we saw you were doing this, um, both of us have in our families um, addiction and um, most families do most I mean families it's, it's do. widespread so, it's common um, and uh, so you know, we we took the opportunity to to support what it is that you're doing and and we really are um, you know people that are in the middle of well people that have addiction and they're in a in a negative spiral whatever help we can offer is I yeah it, it helps someone's son or someone's daughter or someone's wife or someone's husband or child or whatever so um we uh, we um sent in our support uh, uh, a donation to that and we're really encouraging um our listeners that uh if you have been touched by addiction in your family and uh, want to be able to do something to help um please. Uh, we're going to add the link to uh, this challenge that, that Brett is doing uh, for raising the money. And I just and added in the, just add it in uh,
2: the success group uh, for buy your payer. Yeah. For those that aren't there, we'll get, we'll get it added to the, uh, you know, the, the feed on the other uh, places mm-hmm. we're out there, also on YouTube and LinkedIn, Brett. So we'll get that shared over there as well. Yeah. So,
0: and and I, you know, I I'm not going to be at a gas station meeting you to. That's okay.
2: Um,
0: it's a little bit out of the way for you know, Cleveland. Uh, if if I were to show up, it would just be to handle handle you some water. Um, that's fine. <laughs> right. But and, um, and again, and and the
1: ways to so the idea for me is obviously we're running four miles every 48 hours, you know, every four hours for 48 hours. And what we were able to do last year was, um, you know, people sent us messages and they would send me messages about their family member and someone Mm -hmm. struggling or someone they've lost. And the idea is to run like, you know, each mile for someone and try and raise money in honor of that person. So Mm -hmm. before every event, I'll talk about who I'm running for and why um, I had some banners made, uh, actually one of my clients also owns a business, um, and, and called sign stations. And, you know, he does all my shirts and, and signs mm-hmm. and he made me some banners and everybody came and signed the banner in black, and then they would write the person that they were running for. They lost in, in silver. And so I have these two huge banners filled up with all these names of oh, people nice. I didn't know and pictures that were sent in. Um, so, you know, even if you can't participate, um, you know, tell me who I'm running for or, or who you want me to, uh, you know, run in honor of. And and I will gladly recognize that person and, and, and do the running for you.
0: We'll do that. And how do we, how do we submit that from a distance?
1: Yeah. So you can um, just send it to me straight through Facebook. Um, I'll put okay. an email, you know, my email address out there. People can email it right to me. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so last year, like I said, it was, you know, I showed up to one of my races um, at eight o'clock at night at a high school track that had like a you know cross-country course that i was running and there was 35 people there
0: that's so yeah. beautiful so, yeah
1: yeah it was it's pretty cool and I, I can tell you when i finished that first one um, i was obviously very tired and uh you know so i went upstairs and you know came downstairs all kind of cleaned up and my wife uh she was like so how's it going <laughs> and i just completely melted down <laughs> <laughs> uh, after the end of it yeah I was just overwhelmed by the support and and yeah. what Bob and I were able to accomplish and raising, you know, $40,000. And it was, so it was really good. And as long as my legs will carry me, I think I'll keep trying to do stuff like this to help out. Good yeah, for you. Beautiful. I've
2: told you before, I'll tell you again, you are an inspiration to many.
1: Yes. Right, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Appreciate it very much.
0: Well, Brett, thank you so much for joining us and sharing what it is that you're working on and also sharing your wisdom to all of the people out there that are, are listening. We really, really appreciate it and, and appreciate what you're doing to help improve the, the uh, industry. Um, mm-hmm. By yeah. helping educate and and helping dealers be better.
2: Let so. us help you. So you yeah. know yeah, we're, we're good to help you uh, help this industry. We're all about you know making the life easier for dealers and uh, creating a better customer experience in the process. So what one last reminder before we close up uh michelle i want to remind everybody october 19th if you missed that yeah. at the start 19th. be sure and circle that on your calendar let's make sure and uh yeah. we'll we'll give we'll you more details more. in the days to come yeah
0: yeah we'll have more coming up mm-hmm. um again thank you very much uh happy white hat wednesday everybody um we will see you on friday and we really don't have anything to announce we'll before out. that so we'll, we'll figure it out, out about at
2: 7
1: a.m yeah have <laughs> well, a good day thanks for yeah. having me guys appreciate you're it you're welcome
0: great have today. a great day everybody